they were, <laughs> you know, like using them for fractions. Like it was kind of crazy. Um, and I've had teachers like, well, I felt some type of way about it, but I mean, it was in the curriculum. So like you, that's not being an ally that you seeing that and you just, you knowing the problem is not being an ally. You have to actually take action. Um, We could talk slightly louder than that. That'd be great. I'm like slightly deaf. <laughs> and I don't have headphones that I can put Loud. Recording? Oh, sure, we're recording. What's up, guys? Welcome to Last Stop on the D. Hey. hey. Excited to be here. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Welcome listeners, welcome followers and viewers. This is Kamal, our guest co-host for the evening. You're now watching and listening to Last Stop on the D, COVID Chronicles, part two. <sighs> so, today's an important day. This episode is about black female artists. They've been underappreciated for far too long. And this episode of Last Stop on the D is gonna be called, well, I think we'll come up with a title together, I think, over the course of this conversation. But right now, the title is To, to Be Determined slash Work in Progress. Um, it's about the culture of art. This episode is about inspiration and how culture influence and impact people. Um, yeah, um, and I'm your main host, Brandon. Brandon Kim, EK. Boston Kid in Brooklyn, a.k.a. Basquiat in Brooklyn, a.k.a. DJBK Kim the Closer. You guys don't know. I'm also a DJ. We'll talk about it. Um, and this is my co-host, Kamal, again. Hey, Kamal, KG, Last Dragon. It's good. You don't like Kobe today, I see. Yo, um, this is Addy, and this is Beatrice, both very dope artists that I found on Instagram and wanted to talk more and learn about their art, some of the things they've done. Thank you so much for being here, guys. Glad to be here. So, first question, before I get the first question. Oh, I just gotta be ready. Just be ready. We get started. Up the bones a little bit. I know it's that kind of party. Nah. Let me go get my drinks. Okay. Yeah. I got no drinks around. You want a shot? Every, every episode I start off with a shot. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like, okay. Kind of plot it, but I planned planted it before. But like every episode starts off with a shot. We're prepared. Beautiful, perfect. I'm so. Cool. Prepare this Beatrice. Yo, what are we, uh, what's our shot to? What are we drinking to? Yo, get a fucking uh, shot back. Yo, wait, don't shut up. I don't want to hear it. All right. All right. I guess I got to drink since I'm on the show. Of course, you do. I mean, I'm not going to drink because I have no drinks around. So. Just three. Drink your spirit. All right. While we wait for him to go. Addy, who's your favorite artist of all time? Oh, artist of all time. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough. Because um, it's mostly like people today, they're alive, you know? Um, right now, who is it? 
I believe it's Lacey Jordan. I am Diana of Koval. They're my top faves right now. Um, I, met, I, I found their work through Instagram and they're multi-disciplinary um, designers. They're, they've worked in, on murals with campaigns and brands and it's the kind of thing I want to do. So I, I love them right now. Beatrice, what about you? Favorite artist? Um, I would say the one that's been most influential to me is Banksy. If you ever heard of him, he's a street artist. Um, like to stay anonymous. Um, talks about, well, draws, creates about um, political statements and all this great stuff. And um, he was the most influential for me. That was when I was like, wow, this is cool. Like, I, I want to do this, like, for life. That's dope. So, well, cheers to our favorite, my favorite artist is uh, Jean-Michel Basquiat. Picasso, oh my God. Picasso. <laughs> okay. So, uh, a legend. Cheers to artists. Into it. Yes. Yo, I got a like an important question that needs to be answered before we get into the heavy stuff. What is artist commission? What is commission? And do you have you got one? Do you have one? I've so, been commissioned. But go ahead, Abby. Yeah, artist commission is basically like what you what artists commissioned for their work, like the price, basically. So that's what that is. Like a negotiation. Yeah, um, some people negotiate, some people don't. Some people have flat rates. Yeah. Some people work by the hour. It's really up to the artist. You guys write your own contracts? I'm in the, I'm in the process of doing that because never again. <laughs> I, need, I need myself a contract for sure. <laughs> window, What's window the worst window. thing that could happen to you if you don't have a contract? Um, people assume that things are included as in original files, um, or they'll or they'll try to negotiate on price or tell you that you you said this price and not that price. Um, some people think art is easy, and it's just like, oh, you're having fun, so this should be fifty cents when it's really worth a hundred. And <laughs> so you know, like people will really try to they try to play you well here. Well, they try. <laughs> yeah. You can't be trying. You can't be trying. Yes. Yeah, that way, they'll try to pay you the remaining balance. Mm. Um, you give them a proof that doesn't have a watermark and they're like, well, I'm gonna just give this proof instead. Like, there's a lot of things. There's so many things that could go wrong. People <laughs> like layaway paintings, is that what it is? I'm sorry? People like layaway paintings, do they just like come up with like a monthly $39.99 a month? For, like, um, well, for digital art, which is where most of my commissions are from, usually I make them give me a deposit and then I, I work hourly, so is by the end of what the project is, is how many hours I worked is how many, how much money you pay me. Um, so some people will be like, well, I didn't think it would be this expensive. So, and, oh, <laughs> or they want proof and I have proof on procreate. Um, 
um, they actually time it for you. So I can just send them a screenshot of the Canvas time. Um, what about you, Addie? Um, so I started pricing myself off terribly. I um, started off doing like flyers for people and I was charging like maybe $50. And I was spending like maybe three days <laughs> or something working on it. So that does not even like cost out. Like if I think about how much time I put into that um, cost. So I've really like have been starting to like look at like what I'm pricing for my stuff. Yeah. Right. So like I'm like currently like reviewing all that. Pricing is so tough. It's so tough. Because um, everybody think has a different value to what your artwork is. Um, so you kind of just have to see what the value is for yourself and stick to it. Because I'm still dirt cheap. <laughs> and people complain. <laughs> so. I actually didn't even know what that meant. I'm glad, like, you and thank you for answering that question. It was a true, like, real honest question. Um, you know, like, why? So there's a lot of things going on in the world right now, right? We have, we're in the midst of a huge, large pandemic, among other things. And there's a great struggle for, like, racial justice, I think, happening right now, I guess is what I would call it. What do you call it? Like, a, like a racial awakening. Racial reckoning. Yeah. Yeah. I like that word. I like that one. That was a good word. Yeah. Like, how how do those things, if at all, do they impact any of the art that you guys create? I have a I have some uh, selects that I've chosen, but before I get into those, just talk to me a little bit about, like, what's going on in the world, how you've been coping, and how that may or may not be impacting the art you guys make. Well, am I going first? Okay. <laughs> for for me, I'm very big on art advocacy. Um, I think it's a very powerful tool. That um, the cliche that a picture hat is a thousand words. Um, I feel like some people understand more with visuals than they do with just people speaking at them. And um, sometimes it takes a visual for people to really click in and understand what's going on. Um, so for me, uh, I like to create art that matters. So there be sometimes where it's about social justice or about artists that people love, makes people feel. And for me, art has been an escape with all that's going on. Um, very cathartic, very um, just purging for me and very, what's it called? What's the word? Therapeutic as well. <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> um, so when, like once COVID started, like um, I like wasn't really posting at all on social media. It just felt like where is this disease going and like how is it gonna affect us how long is this gonna take and everything right and after like once i finally started posting again um like all this the police brutality like really just hit a fever point and it's like what can i create in this moment um and i like i don't know exactly what to post at all at, at <laughs> Um, what I've been doing so I've I like really like just forced myself to post after that black square and like try to like um see like who's following me and like what my audience is because 
I think that also affects like how I should be like saying or like putting forward because I already was doing making black um black art putting fe black females in my art and it like once I posted again I was like you're already doing this like it's no different from before like be um you got on Instagram and when you see all the drawing challenges you I don't see a lot of black girls like in them like every, like when there is a black girl they draw them with white faces and like I was already putting forward like black art because I wanted to see more black girls in art so it yeah can I ask you yeah. about one of your photos? Tell me a little bit about this one. Yeah. I'll close, like, I'll cut and then... But yeah, tell me a little bit about this one. I mean, our viewers can't really see that. Yeah, the Juneteenth hand nails. Um, yeah, that was... Um, I have, like, a lot of college girls following me. And on that day, I'm like, I, I was like, um, a lot of informational things were being said about June, Juneteenth, and it's like, this day has been here for like almost how many years now? Um, this day has been here, so it's like and everything. Like we were already celebrating it, so and everything. So like I, I did like I wanted to celebrate like how I usually would celebrate like any other holiday, and like I would do my nails up. So um, that's that's why I created that graphic. I got one. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Like. It meant something to me, but I couldn't quite put the words to it. And it's a really dope photo, I want to say. Um, uh, Beatrice, I got I got one for you. What were you, um, tell me about this one. Um, so that one happened after George Floyd was murdered by the police. Um, and that's when all the protests started. And um, uh, here in Rhode Island, we've only really had like one, one or two like really big protests. And I felt like it wasn't enough for me. So I felt like I needed to protest in my own way. And art was my vehicle of doing that. One or two protests. How many black people? There's like 12 black people. How many black people are in the world? No, we have a, a, we have a good amount. Of, we are, Providence is very diverse. I'm going to say all of Rhode Island is very diverse. Providence is very diverse. And it was a huge, like, it was a really great turnout at the protest. Um, and it was great to see my city um, come together. I just wish we took it further. Here's the question. Did you hear the fireworks every night, back to back? Was that a thing in Rhode Island or no? Yes. yes. We called them the, the firework terrorists. We could not <laughs> figure out where these people were coming from. Like, we were about to put out a search party. What is that? They were terrorizing my sleep. They were terrorizing. They're <laughs> in my backyard. Yeah. Why does this sound so close? It's always right outside my window. Commerce is already small, like you could hear it from across the, the state. Like it was just Rhode Island is small. Um, <laughs> crazy. But yeah, um, so my next question is like kind of about predicting the future, I guess. I mean, none of us know when we're gonna come out of this pandemic. 
and none of us know when white people are gonna start giving us some goddamn respect in this motherfucker. But also, my question to you is, how are you going to like use these events and push forward in your art and kind of help create? Because again, I mean, I want you guys at the end of this to give at least plug your Instagram channel. But your art is very inspiring to me. If to no one else and not your other thousands of followers, your art is inspiring to me. What what's gonna like what's it gonna look like in the future or what's on your mind now for what you're gonna create? Okay. So um I'm currently like rebranding um because I don't only um illustrate, I do graphic design too. So I wanted to include more text. So when something does happen, like I could, cause I, I think words speak a lot. So like, even if like, um, the, if the image doesn't always get across, like I would, I can like list out points and stuff like that will capture someone's attention in words. So that's what I'm thinking about right now. Like just doing that. I'm less methodical with my art. It's more like, whatever I feel in the moment, whatever is inspiring me right then and there. Cause there'll be weeks where I'm like, oh, art, no, I'm just not doing anything. And then something will come out like black is king and I'll make four of them right on the same day, back to back. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's really just what inspires me in the moment and what speaks me to what I want. I really look forward to you creating um, more art specifically because we just I remember when we um, spoke earlier, you mentioned that, you know, your interactions with students are important to you. And I think it's really kind of important for them to kind of, you know, see your art, have your art up in the, up in the classroom and just kind of like have them know that like there are people out like Chadwick Boseman is a beautiful person, you know what I'm saying? Like all like your most recent posters, you know, the rest of people is probably more of that. So I hope you can create more of that. I was I was gonna say like importantly, like as a as a teacher, I feel like you having art and where it's another way for students to connect to you. I mean, anybody who's on your Instagram page can connect to you with your art, but you know, for people you tangibly um, affect directly, children, I'm assuming. I actually, I don't know what, what age range you teach. <laughs> I teach middle school. <laughs> like, like I'm just saying, like, that's, that's a positive influence. Like, this is like, I, I want to see more of you. Actually, a question I have, like, it, it's probably a question that's been asked a lot, but I haven't heard it asked and I haven't gotten her answer to it that have been, I just haven't heard it. Um, what, what pieces of advice would you give to the young black female aspiring artists? Like, what would you tell them? Um, I would say that art is too important not to share. Um, and that you have a voice, despite what society may say, you do have a voice and it's important to share. 
Um, I, for so long, I've been creating art for my whole life and I just started posting now. Like I was so nervous to put my stuff out there. Um, had so many people like, you're great. Why don't you post it? Like, why don't you share it? And I'm like, ah, no. Um, I even was thinking of like having a whole private page. <laughs> like it was just, um, but yeah, like I felt like I had something to say and I can't have art advocacy and not advocate to anyone, <laughs> you know, like I need an audience to be able to advocate. So for me, it's really like letting young black girls know that they have a voice and that it's important that people are heard. Maddie, what about you? What do you think? Um, I want to say um, something that I wanted when I first started um, posting my work online. Um, is that like um that you should you should go for it like um i had like a lot of like um there's all these artists online so it's like what makes me different and honestly um the quote is like um there's no one who can do it just like you do it so like <laughs> like every artist that i have seen nobody does it the same and i think it's important to remember that so she took like just go for what you want and you'll get there yeah to build off that that's very true like as artists we're very critical of ourselves already so like you i'll think my my art is like fire and i'm like i'm super proud of this end up on my explore page like wow i'm garbage like oh my goodness. <laughs> like <laughs> so just like you said like comparing yourself to other artists um really is so detrimental like never check only you can do what you do so I definitely agree with what, what this item, like that hit home for me. <laughs> uh, else feel like their explore page is like half junk? It's, how does it, how <laughs> your page? Uh, like 30% of it. None of my explore page is useful. What percentage <laughs> of your explore page is useful? Oh, oh like zero. <laughs> like some are art, then the rest is like videos, and after the rest are Zodiac. Don't even look at it's it. The stuff that you like, so. <laughs> That's how your explore page is made up. So if it's not useful, you're like being unuseful. <laughs> I, mean, I think I like a lot of it. It might be my fault. I might I'm be liking a lot of things <laughs> and body parts. I don't know. We won't get into it. All right. But um, for, oh, I also have, wait. I got a question from the crowd from a uh, person who listens, a frequent listener, if you will. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, before I ask this question, this is a white person who wanted to, who heard what I was trying to do with this podcast and had this question in specific, what do you need or want from an ally in this movement today? No, big one. Big one. Um... I think I want I'm gonna say <laughs> I think I like I want to like be able to see their support and if I can't see that know that they're willing to and where we're coming from there's a lot of where um yeah there's a lot of shit where people are just um very one-sided like um 
like the, the cops and everything like oh my father's a cop he would never do that and, and it's like who's saying that we're saying that there's police brutality like going on in this world and just like understanding like where we're coming from and like not trying to like shift the focus like we're acting crazy like clearly multiple people have died so open-mindedness yes um um it's action it's not enough just to say i support you um silence is complicit um i can use an example from my recent life as a fellow teacher over the summer during like summer teaching there was a very um racist math problem um where it was literally about like the three-fourths rule of like and they were using black people and how they were (laughs) you know like using them for fractions like it was kind of crazy um and i've had teachers like well, I felt some type of way about it, but I mean, it was in the curriculum, so like, you, that's not being an ally. That you seeing that and you just you knowing the problem is not being an ally. You have to actually take action. Um, yeah. that, that, that's real math that the U.S. used to use. That, that's yeah, right. yeah. The, the U.S. would. Oh, I'm not going to that's, that's a good moment for you to be like, well, hey, here's a history kid. In case you thought the U.S. was this great place, they used to say that we were three-fifths of a person. Yep. Um, all right, we only got a few minutes left. I got three more questions for you guys. Um, one... Addie, what is your favorite smell? My favorite smell? Yes. Do I enjoy smell? Um, <laughs> I like fruity smells. Like, yeah, like when things smell fruity, really love that. Okay. 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 Beatrice, what's your favorite smell? Wait, pick the one. Addie, pick one fruit. You gotta pick one. I really like the dragon fruit spray I had. <laughs> Dragon fruit. Have you ever had a dragon fruit? No, <laughs> I have not. <laughs> um, I really like fresh laundry smell. I like the smell of fresh laundry. Fresh linen. <laughs> yes. Hate doing laundry. Wish I could pay people to do laundry. But love the smell of fresh laundry. No, that's fine. Okay, I like that smell. What, what's your favorite smell? My favorite smell, um, beach, ocean. My favorite smell is popcorn. Popcorn? Nah, yo, Wiley. Love the smell of popcorn. Next question is, what, who, what are you listening to right now? What is your favorite artist right now, at this, today? Today. One song I have on repeat is Double Back by Hennessy. I really love that song right now. Uh, He's a local artist. One artist. (laughs) Um, I have to find this is on Spotify, yeah? Yes, it's on Spotify. 
I do minute music reviews for um, another side of the podcast that I'm gonna look into this for. Yeah. Oh, this is so tough. Um, <laughs> Chloe and Halle's album. I like their album. <laughs> Lil Millie is killing it right now. Um, Okay, okay. Uh, who else? Black, six lakh, whatever. Black, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Those are the three that came off the top of my head. I know I didn't pick one, so sorry. <laughs> um, I'm listening to just Nas, the Nas album a lot, over and over and over again. You can just, um, <clears throat> Alchemist. I like a lot of instruments in right now, like today and yesterday. Like that Nas album. Produced by Hit Boy. Make sure you check it out. They didn't even give us no one to the podcast. Don't check it out. Don't give them no like, don't give them no stream until they pay me. Pay me, Nas. Uh, just Katrin now to all his stuff on repeat. Uh, also, J. Cole, Climb Back, Oh My Cat. J. Cole, I love J. Cole. <laughs> I got, a, I got a more direct question. Um, since we have a few minutes left, I asked about um, advice you would give to an aspiring black female artist. But what are some resources that you guys think helped you like hit the ground running? Like whether they're online resources or just ideologies, books. Like if you just put a name like one or two. Well, I bought a lot of. <laughs> I'm like, YouTube is the best. <laughs> yes. But go ahead, Yeah. Um, yeah. When I first started, I got a lot of books. I bought a lot of books on graphic design. And I found this one site, briefbox.me. And they had a lot of briefs that I could, like, um, make, like, mock examples of, like, what I could do with graphic design. Because you need a portfolio there for people to understand what you can do. I remember you actually shared that with me when I yes. was first doing graphic design. Yeah, they sadly cost money now, but... <laughs> yeah, I do buy a lot of books as well. Um, I love books, so whether it's fiction, nonfiction. But um, books, YouTube, um, what else? What else? I was about to say something and I can't remember it. So, um, short <laughs> Online short courses, um, Skillshare. Um, there's also there's so many free brushes like if you're using like photoshop or procreate you can find a whole bunch of free brushes just by putting free brushes for procreate free brushes for thing and free download and they're amazing i love getting new brushes it's the best thing ever <laughs> is there any one book you like in particular beatrice not that i'll remember the name of <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, last like minute. We got a we got a we got a minute and a half left. Our last minute. Um, your last words. Your last words for B, and then your last like, if this was like, these are Samara with dreads and a fro. Like our your rainbow. Imagine, right? What would your rain? What would your uh, what would your streetcar sign say? This is the last stop on the D. Get off this train. What's one message you'd like to impart with the rest of the folks on the train slash our messages? And you go first. <laughs> um, 
you missed a hundred percent of the shots that you do not take. Um, and I want to say that you should, um, I want to say you should check out my Instagram, um, Addie Basola, um, at studio on, on IG. Um, if you want to check out some other cool creatives, um, sharing their stories, there's stories on the stoop on IG. Um, really love the stories. They're very inspirational. So you should check that out if you can. What about you, Beatrice, before we go? We got a less, I think we got like a minute left. Oh, I'm so terrible at these wise words. Um, I would say, that was, I just, everything that I just had in my head just dropped out. But, <laughs> um, pretty much that everyone has a purpose and a place in this world and never let people make you feel like what you feel your purpose is, isn't right. Like, my Haitian parents didn't think that art should be, <laughs> a, what's it called, a career. Um, but if that's what your purpose is and you feel that in your heart, then you should definitely go for it. Um, and yeah, that's all right. So Corey's about to cut out because I got the free version. Sometimes it'd be like that. Last stop on the D, it's your boy Brandon, AKA DJ BK Kim the Closer. Hey. Last Dragon, signing off. <laughs> Thank you so much guys for being here. I really appreciate your time. Thank no you. Problem. No problem. Had a great time. That's great.